Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. The information depicted in this podcast is purely for informational purposes only. Please consult your healthcare professional before making any changes to your lifestyle or routine. Hey everyone and welcome to the Boost Your Biology podcast. My name is Lucas and I'm the founder of Ergogenic Health. Together in this podcast series, we will go underground to explore cutting-edge health and human performance insights that you simply cannot search on Google to help you upgrade your existence. So without any further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Boost Your Biology podcast. I am super excited for today's special guest. He's a highly successful health entrepreneur, CEO, coach, consultant, fitness enthusiast, outdoorsman, engaged father, husband, multilinguist, musician, and world-class beatboxer, Angelo Keeley. Welcome to the show. What's up, Lucas? I'm so excited to be here, man. Awesome. Me too, man. I've been... uh, been looking forward to this podcast. So maybe did you want to let my listeners know a little bit more about where you came from? Yeah, I mean, first, dude, I just want to say, like, I really am honored to be on your podcast. And I, I told you this before, but I just feel like you are, um, man, you're like, you're one of like the top kind of health optimizer, biohacker specialists in my mind. And, you know, I think of like, obviously, Ben Greenfield, who's my, my, good friend and business partner, but also like Huberman and like you, man, I'm like, dude, you're, and you're like the up and comer, dude. So I feel like I'm on your show before you're like this gigantic superstar. (laughs) I appreciate that. I appreciate it. I'm so stoked to be here, man. But um, yeah, I mean, where did I come from? Was that the question? Yeah. Maybe just let my listeners know a bit about your journey. Yeah, sure. Well, I... I was born into like a very health focused family. My parents were in the supplement business and the natural food business. I'm 38. So it was like early, late seventies, early eighties. They were in that business. 
And so I was born into like pretty alternative, like natural health family, you know, like was born at home, didn't go to a doctor till I was like seven, only fed like supplements, never like over the counter medicine, didn't get vaccinated as a kid. So like pretty alternative for that time period. And, you know, as we'll get into later, like my parents were really into vitamins and supplements. My mom was really into amino acids. And so like from my earliest memories, I remember her like kind of pushing aminos on me and being like, Angie, isn't this awesome? Like, don't you look like, can you feel it? You know? So I was indoctrinated pretty early. And then, you know, I had like, uh, I went to public school, you know, was, uh, was pretty good in school, kind of did, did childhood, I guess, but I was always, I guess, pushing boundaries. And by the time I got to high school, I got into a bunch of trouble had some near-death experiences. I guess what they'd call like now, they'd call it like an ego death experience. I just call it like a really bad trip. But like when I was 16, I, I had a, I took way too much LSD and I basically had like psychotic break. I was around some people that are much more hardcore than I was. And I got beaten nearly to death and stabbed. So twice in the back and stabbed in the knee and had to have like emergency abdominal surgery, was hospitalized for like a long time. Yeah, so at 16, that happened which kind of, I think, really kicked off my own health journey. You know, it's like you can be raised in a family with values and you can be raised in a situation where your parents teach you about things and, you know, they have their beliefs and you kind of take them on. But there's a transition point, I think, in adolescence or adulthood where, like, they become yours, right? And you actually, like, embrace them or you maybe go in another direction. And that was really the turning point for me, you know? So I I got really into like kind of my own alternative modalities and fitness modalities. I started like barefoot running and doing cold therapy and hot therapy and got really into acupuncture. You know, I think my nervous system was pretty freaked out recovering from that. And uh, I mean, I, I had to have just like tons of actual like physical therapy too. My patella tendon was actually like severed. My spleen was nicked inside and I had like intestinal damage. So I had like a lot of just like true physical work to do as well. Um, but I got really into meditation. I got really into nutrition and just like researching everything for myself, you know, like owning it for myself. And um, yeah, man, I, I would say like my <laughs> the rest of my life has kind of been like playing that journey out, playing out that journey of finding meaning in life, trying to find health and doing it through um, my own personal physical practices and modalities, through seeking out the support of professionals, whether that's, you know, people like acupuncturists are also, I do a lot of um, like uh, psychotherapy, you know, going to therapy, going to meditation retreats, like just really seeking out support and guidance from people that are professionals and know more than me and can teach me and show me stuff. And so, um, yeah, man, I've just been kind of on that journey since it took me professionally. I, well, I I ended up getting really into languages as an, as a young adult, I didn't learn languages until I was like 21, but realized that um, you could. And I remember I got, I got exposed to Tim Ferriss, at some point back in the, that period, it was after I had learned Spanish, but I heard about like how he was like just breaking down languages like that. And that excited me even more. And so I just got really into learning like multiple languages. And I ended up living in France for a few years and worked there professionally. And then I lived in India for a couple of years and yeah, man, just traveled the world a lot and had some really cool career opportunities. Ended back in the United States, moved to Boulder, Colorado and got married had um, a couple wonderful kids. They're eight and six now and uh, ran and developed a behavioral health company for a few years and then left that and started Keon, my current company in 2017. 
And I've been, I've been in that ever since. And since then, it's really been kind of coming back to my roots. So what Keon is, it's a supplement and functional food company. And probably our most important product is Keon Aminos, which is an amino acid product. So I, I swung all the way back to like my mom, you know, it's like, uh, as far as we maybe try to get from our roots, we sometimes end up right back where we started. Yeah. I mean, man, that's a, an incredible journey. And um, I wasn't aware of all those um, traumatic uh, events that you went through when you were younger, but to then do it like a full circle back and then create your own company with some really outstanding products is um, an incredible achievement. So yeah, hats off to you for, for that. And um, yeah, huge respect for that. Cause it's, an incredible, an incredible journey. So maybe, maybe we can sort of transition over and we can obviously get started into, I guess, with um, the amino acids. I know obviously you're very passionate about that. I want to interrupt today's show to bring you a brand new company called Better Brand, whose goal is to help clear your to-do list and feel like you have the whole day ahead of you. Claim your exclusive offer with code biology and get 25% off better focus Better Brand's best-selling pharmacist-formulated vitamin for focus, energy, and mood. Better Focus helps you reach peak productivity and performance with a precisely dosed blend of natural, highly absorbable adaptogens and nootropics for a steady four-hour-plus boost without the dreaded crash. For a limited time, only at betterbrandhealth.com, get 25% off Better Focus with code biology. That's 25% off at betterbrandhealth.com with the discount code biology. And maybe explain to my listeners, because a lot of them may not be aware of what Keon is. So maybe do you want to start there? Yeah. So Keon is a dietary supplement and food company that's really focused on serving people that have active lifestyles. But in a very broad sense, you know, we have customers that are kind of of the highest performers, competitive athletes, competitive professional athletes down to or not down to spanning all the way to, um, you know, passionate hikers and adventurers that just really want to be able to fuel their body and age really well and be able to stay active and um, happy for as long as possible. So that's, that's really what, what we're all about. And um, amino acids are a big part of that. And Keon Aminos, which is really like our hero product, um, stands out because, I mean, really, I would say it is the fundamental fitness supplement. If there's one thing in my mind that you can take before anything else, if you really want to optimize your body to stay active, it's amino acids. And the reason for that is what many people don't realize is that, you know, people say 60% of your body approximately is water. And they're like, whoa, that's like crazy. Well, it's like, what's the other 40%? Hmm. Well, lots of people don't realize is half of that other 40%. So 50% of your physical bodily mass is amino acids. Hmm. The other part is fats and minerals, et cetera. But half of it is amino acids. And the reason why it's amino acids is because amino acids are the fundamental building blocks of proteins. And the rest of your body is made up of, of proteins, different uh, combinations of them. And so in, um, in the world, there are many, many different amino acids. But within the human body, there are approximately 20. I say approximately because you can kind of debate once you start getting into it. Like, how different are these? Does this count? Et cetera. And should I keep going? Kind of break down even more yeah. about amino acids? Or do you want to 
direct us in the other direction? Um, I mean, absolutely. I think um, people often forget about some of the functions associated with the amino acids. So I guess maybe, um, shall we start with like breaking down, you know, we've got the essential amino acids and then where does BCAAs fit in? People take BCAAs, maybe do you want to uh, clarify that? Yeah, absolutely. So amino acids, as I was saying, are the building blocks of proteins in our body. That said, our body is able to produce some amino acids. Mm. Like literally, it can create them. And those are what we call non-essential amino acids. And they're non-essential because our body can can create them. The essential ones are ones that we must exogenously take. Like you you have to eat them through foods. Now, many good foods include non-essential amino acids as well. But the essential amino acids are nine in total. And if you're trying to eat well, if you've ever heard of a complete protein, your audience might have heard of that before, it means a protein that has all nine of the essential amino acids. And there are many food sources that have them. Most meat food sources have them. Very few plant food sources do. Soy does, but most don't. And so oftentimes, if you're having on a plant-based diet, you need to combine different types of plants to get a complete amino acid profile so you can eat a complete protein, which again is a funny thing. So I was raised a pescatarian, but we only ate fish like once a week. So we had a lot of other uh, plant materials, but my parents were always talking about complete protein. So we were mixing different types of rice and beans and lentils, et cetera, to ensure that we were getting a complete amino acid profile. So when you eat essential amino acids in the form of proteins, your body utilizes them to do several things. One of the most important things that it does is it utilizes those essential amino acids to stimulate muscle protein synthesis. So our bodies are constantly in a state of either breaking down muscle or building muscle. And if you do not eat enough essential amino acids, you will not replenish the muscle tissue that's being broken down and instead you will lose muscle. So you must eat at least as much, if not more essential amino acids than your body is currently breaking down constantly as it's just breaking down muscle tissue. So you can already tell it's really important that you eat a complete essential amino acid profile in your day. So as I was saying before, there's these non-essential amino acids and the non-essential amino acids are also really good. A great one of those that a great one of those I'm sure your audience has heard of or likely has is creatine. Creatine is a super important amino acid. It plays all kinds of um, amazing functions in the body, including directly supporting the ATP ADP process and thus giving you a boost if you're doing strength training types exercises to be able to push out one more rep or two more reps and thus can really support if you're trying to build strength. It also has all kinds of important benefits for sleep, for cognition, et cetera. That said, your body can create creatine internally if it consumes enough essential amino acids. Mm. That said, um, oftentimes in our diets, we'll eat foods that include the non-essential amino acids and then our body doesn't have to create them. So an example of that is creatine. If you're, if you're eating a, a meat-based diet, you likely are getting plenty or enough creatine based off what your goals are. If you're eating a plant-based diet, you're not because there's no creatine in plant-based proteins. Um, so creatine could be you know, a great thing to potentially supplement with which is a non-essential amino acid if you're on a plant-based diet. But now, swinging back, what are BCAAs? So BCAAs are branch-chain amino acids. And what those are is those are three of the essential amino acids, leucine, isoleucine, and valine. 
And those three amino acids became very popular um, in the last few decades, uh, specifically for like bodybuilders or people that were working towards trying to build muscle. Because what was discovered is that the first of those BCAAs, leucine, is extremely important for muscle protein synthesis. You could say it is the most important amino acid for muscle protein synthesis. Mm. And so some of the early research showed like, oh, if I just take leucine and isoleucine and valine before and after exercising, then it's going to really improve strength gains. It's going to help me recover. It's going to support muscle protein synthesis. Unfortunately, what the research has shown since then is that that is actually incorrect. If you take those three amino acids in isolation without the other six essential amino acids, you can actually get the opposite effect because your body wants all of the nine essential amino acids at the same time in order to stimulate muscle protein synthesis. And if it doesn't have them, it will steal the other amino acids from your existing muscle tissue or the rest of your body. So it's actually can have like the opposite effect. Mm. So the BCAAs are very important. And if you were going to consume a whole food protein source or an amino acid complex for the purpose of stimulating muscle protein synthesis and being able to build more muscle, you would want to ensure that BCAAs are not only in it, but they're at a higher dosage. And we can get more into what those dosages are. But if you're taking BCAAs in isolation, you're potentially doing a lot more harm to your body and to your goals than just not taking them at all. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'd like... I'd also like to add in, I guess, with the BCAAs, Angelo, I'm sure you've, you've seen me mention this elsewhere, is um, one of the negatives associated with just using BCAAs by themselves, like as just sipping on them during the day is that they can compete for entry um, with you know, tyrosine and tryptophan um, into the brain, which can massively affect a lot of people's mood and general well-being. So that's a really critical point that I think a lot of people are missing and also excessive consumption of BCAAs are now linked to insulin resistance. In some studies, they're showing that, you know, excess just by themselves can um, lead to, you know, poor insulin sensitivity. So with these nine essential amino acids, so in terms of actually trying to mimic what we find in food, so maybe do you want to explore, you know, the importance there? Yeah. So, Overall, you want to eat a complete amino acid profile, meaning all nine essential amino acids. That said, when it's been studied in the lab, there's a more important proportion of specific amino acids that you can combine that will have a greater impact on muscle protein synthesis. So actually, first thing I want to say, it's really interesting and actually oftentimes gets overlooked is that when you consume what I would consider a very good whole food protein source, whey protein isolate, it's, it's a complete protein and it's got all nine essential amino acids and it's got a bunch of other great amino acids, only half of the protein is essential amino acids. The other half are non-essential amino acids. And in laboratory studies where they've actually compared the consumption of if you were to take the exact proportion of those nine essential amino acids that are in whey protein isolate versus taking them with the combined effect of the other nine essential, not other nine, I think it's another like 10 non-essential amino acids that are in, in whey protein isolate, you get the same impact from only taking the dosage of the essential amino acids. 
Mm. So what that tells us is that the non-essential amino acids, while they're good and they, they help, uh, help our body in other ways, and it's good to eat whole foods, that they do not stimulate muscle protein synthesis. It's, mm. It is purely the, the essential amino acids that do that. Mm. So then the question becomes, you're going back to your question, well, what's the right proportion? And so kind of the best way that this has been studied, anyone in your audience that's like really wants to geek out on this, I just encourage you to go check out Dr. Robert Wolf. Dr. Robert, Robert Wolf and his lab and kind of all of his students have been studying this for a couple of decades now. And they're, they're super widely published. It's got like hundreds of articles. But they've actually done really specific studies on this. And through that, they have determined that if you want to stimulate muscle protein synthesis, the best possible formulation of the amino acids goes like this. You start with mimicking human skeletal muscle. So human skeletal muscle has a specific proportion, like literally the muscle in your body has a specific proportion of amino acids relative to, to each other. Then you actually want to increase the amount of leucine. So again, this kind of supports some of the BCAA hypothesis. You need to increase that to be 40% of the total formula of the related amino acids. That said, the other two BCAAs, isoleucine and valine, need to stay in proportional relationship to the leucine. So they need to be increased to match that. And then also, because lysine is a little bit slower to get into the muscle, it needs to be increased as well. And then all of the other amino acids remain at the levels that they were at. But necessarily, their proportion relative to those other four amino acids goes down, right? Because mm -hmm. you start at human skeletal muscle, and then you increase the other ones, and so they become a lesser proportion in the total formula. That has been studied over and over and over and over again by their labs, and it by far outperforms any other proportions of amino acids. Mm -hmm. If you were trying to find something similar to that, in foods, it would look more like a whey protein isolate. It would look more like um, grass-fed red meat, etc. So, just going back to that, so I guess that ratio breakdown because there are a lot of um, a lot of BCA products on the market that are either like a two to one to one or a four to one to one. But what you're saying is, we want a four to one to one in a blend, in a total blend of an EAA. Is that right? Appro approximately, yes. Cool, cool. And so just go... I, I, like, before I confirm it's like that exact number, I'd have to like do the exact math on it. But yes, approximately, it's closer to that than the two to one to one. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. makes sense. And so... But you must, ha you must have those other six amino acids. To complement the... Yes, yes. Yeah. And you should also wisely increase the lysine a bit more. So that's another one that's often neglected and not really discussed is um, the lysine portion because that's a, just always considered the amino acid for cold sores. But maybe do you want to yeah, explain <laughs> a bit more about that? <laughs> so it's, it's really just the speed at which it, like its process takes in muscle protein synthesis, it's slower. And so to stay basically, I'm grossly simplifying this, but to stay at pace with the muscle protein synthesis process, you need to increase the amount. Right, right, okay. Yeah, interesting. Okay, so then I guess um, as part of that, like just going back to you, the, the Keon amino blend that you formulated, did you want to maybe explain, so roughly what does that look like? I mean, it looks exactly like the science. I mean, and that's really, we don't try to do anything like too uh, fancy or unique or like marketing-ish for any other reason other than like what is 
What does the research say? You know, look at all the research that's out there. Not necessarily what's the coolest, hottest new research, but look at the full body of research that exists. What does it say? What do we think is the best possible thing we could make? And so really we use that research you know, we hired a third party research group to support us even more in it to do just a comprehensive meta analysis of all the research about aminos that's ever been done. And that was the conclusion. And thus we went with that. So you will see that formula exactly published on our bottle. Awesome. Awesome. So as far as like actually implementing and, um, you know, incorporating that sort of blend into someone's lifestyle routine, like what is generally considered you know, a good approach or how would somebody want to consider using the Keon Aminos? That's a great question. I think that it really depends on what your goals are and what your values are. You know, I think I'm definitely of the mind that there is no right answer in health. We all have different goals. And what's really most important is what do you want? What's going to make you happy? Like, what can you stick to? What works for you? And like, and that's it, you know? And so that could look different for different people. I think that I'll give you a few common examples of how amino acids and this type of formula can be used, I think, really productively in, in people's lives. Number one would be if you are into strength training, a great thing to do would literally be to take a five grams before you do strength training and five grams after. And that will very solidly in a cost-effective way, that's what I'm really trying to get to, maximize your gains, maximize lean muscle growth support and to um, slow down the destruction of muscle tissue. So it'll, it'll improve your gains overall. Similar to how someone thinks about, say, having like a protein shake after they work out. If you were to stack this with the five grams before and five grams after, that is, like, that is a great move. You're gonna absolutely have improved muscle gains. You can do the exact same thing after an endurance workout. So if you're doing cardio of some form, lots of people don't realize that you also break down muscle tissue when you're doing cardio, when you're doing endurance exercise. So taking the five grams before doesn't do as much really to prohibit that specifically for muscle, but taking it after it does. On the other hand, taking five grams before any type of exercise will absolutely give you a boost of energy. It's interesting. It kind of goes to that point of like how BCAAs can potentially be bad for you because they can create insulin resistance. It's because they do give you a boost of energy, particularly if you take them kind of out of contact like that. It's not healthy. But if you were to take a five gram dose before you go on a run or before you do some type of endurance cardio exercise, it will like truly give you a boost of energy that you can feel. On top of that, and we haven't gotten into this, but you slightly touched on it with the risks, again, of taking BCAAs in isolation. Our neurotransmitters, which are the, you break it down, like the core functioning of our brain, of our mood, of how we feel, of how we think, are either amino acids or amino acids are the precursors of them. Mm. So when you take amino acids, they directly fuel the ability of your body to have a more regular neurotransmitter balance. Mm. So oftentimes people actually in endurance sports may start to have this experience of like bonking where they like feel depleted and they're like, they think it's just glucose, which it can, um, glucose, it is potentially important. I'm not going to get all into that. I'm not a endurance athlete scientist, but another major aspect too is just depletion of amino acids and thus they're getting into a neurotransmitter imbalance. And so when you take a dose before you do some type of cardio endurance workout, it also supports that. So in summary, exercise, take five grams before, take five grams after, you're going to feel a lot better have more energy, you're gonna feel more focused, 
you're going to build more muscle. And it's also going to support your recovery because you're fueling your muscle before and after the event. Yeah. I think that's, that's kind of like the most common way for the most common, you know, athlete or anyone just exercising. That said, there's a lot more really interesting ways to kind of hack your biology and to get daily protein needs in a more efficient way and to stimulate muscle growth throughout the day, even outside of exercise. Mm. Should I share more about that? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So basically to stimulate muscle protein synthesis, well, I'm take a step back. Everything that I'm speaking about is based on an idea that our daily protein requirements are higher than what like the recommended daily allowance in the United States currently says. And the reason for that is because those RDA limits have, were set a long time ago and there's been lots of science come, come out since then and they're, they're just not, they just don't make sense. For a pretty, I would say, non-active person, really not doing anything that is young, you could get away with like half a gram of protein per pound of body weight. You can do the KG. Yeah, I was trying to. I was, I was like right now, I'm like, okay. It's about a gram. I think it's about a gram. I think it's about a gram per kg. I think that's what it ends up being. Of but body, it's of body weight. Of body weight. Yeah, yeah. But if you are really active, you lift weights, or you do cardio often, or if you're pregnant, if you're kind of doing anything that requires more muscle protein synthesis in the simplest terms, then you're going to need more. Also, if you're aging, you need more because our body, especially after the age of 50, has a much harder time in breaking down protein and utilizing the amino acids and protein to stimulate muscle protein synthesis. So basically, if you're in any of those groups, which is a lot of us, last two, if you're in a situation in which you're trying to lose weight, it's another great example of higher protein intake will not only satiate you, but also by stimulating muscle protein synthesis more and creating more muscle mass, you raise your resting basal metabolic rate and thus you burn more calories and it makes it easier to lose more weight. So like if you're in any of those categories, you should be eating more protein. And I would say it's somewhere between 0.75 to a gram per pound of body weight. It's almost double what, up to like double what that is, what that previous rate would be for someone who's just like, doing nothing and is 25. So that's the daily amount that you would ideally take. That said, the way that muscle protein synthesis works is that you can basically create these spikes throughout the day. And when you create the spike, it, it starts the process where your body starts making the muscle. And that process lasts for about three hours. So to spike the process, you want to take approximately, you want to take at least about like one sixth. I'm kind of shortening what the theory is around this, but it's around one sixth of whatever your daily protein intake is. And that's why, you know, bodybuilders in the past are like eating pieces of chicken like every three hours, right? And they're drinking casein at night and they're waking themselves up in the middle of the night to eat the protein again. Um, so it's like, if you take this dose of protein, so like say for me, I'm trying to eat 30 grams of protein at once. Um, if I eat more than that, it can be fine. It can satiate me. It can support me, but it's not really actually going to contribute that much more to muscle protein synthesis. And if I eat again an hour later, it's not going to do anything. So if I eat any more frequently within those three hours, it does not support muscle protein synthesis. And if I eat too much more than whatever that dosage is around like 30 grams, I'm not going to get that much more benefit from it. So that said, 
do you really want to be eating chicken breasts like every three hours, like all day long? You know, it's like you're then you're digesting food again. You know, I'm feeling kind of sluggish. Like it's it's not it's not an ideal situation. You know, personally, I try to fast as much as I can because I like the way I feel. I feel more alert. I feel more bright and light. My body's not dealing with all the kind of like digestive stress. And I don't even have digestion problems, but I mean, I, I still experience, you know, the energy that's involved in that. And so one way of potentially hitting your daily amino acid needs that are kind of subdefined within the, the daily protein macronutrient needs are to eat about half the dose of whatever that protein requirement would be, would be in an essential amino acid complex similar to Keon Aminos. So if I take 15 grams of Keon Aminos, I will stimulate muscle protein synthesis similar to eating 30 grams of a whey protein isolate. Mm. And in a very light format, I, feel, I don't feel like I ate anything and I'm literally building muscle. Mm. And so that, if you just think about that, you do that, you add that a couple times a day and you don't add a snack and instead you do that, you're really like directly contributing to replenishing your muscle without going through the whole process of eating, et cetera. Now, in no way am I encouraging people to like replace food with dietary supplements. More I'm saying ways to support a lifestyle where people are trying to kind of honestly maximize their muscle gains without digesting food all day long. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I guess the fact that EAAs are you know, rapidly digested, they don't require much effort from the body to actually assimilate and utilize is a huge plus. And as far as like integrating it into someone's wellness regime, I guess due to their anti-catabolic nature, it just makes fat loss and muscle growth easier. It may not, you know, accelerate it compared to let's say supplementing heaps of creatine every day. It's just going to provide the perfect sort of environment for your body to build muscle and drop body fat due to its satiety effects. I think that's a really critical point that you've sort of outlined. Yeah. I mean, I think if someone's trying to specifically someone's kind of on a weight loss journey of some form, you know, I think something that works really well is basically if you wake up and you kind of have your morning, you have coffee. This is something that I've done in the past and worked really well for me. Wake up, have coffee, and be doing whatever my other activities are, wait a little bit longer, then do whatever my strength exercise type practice is, and then have, you know, mid-morning, say like 8 a.m., 9 a.m., something like that, take the 15, 20 grams of aminos. I immediately support the needs from having done the strength training. I also get this whole anabolic stimulus from the aminos themselves. Then I wait all the way until lunch. Then around lunch, you know, you eat salad and eat some meat, you get, again, your protein needs. You feel pretty satiated. You had good food. And then if you can, you know, like wait and get through the rest of the day until dinner, that's great. But if you need something in the middle of the day, you have, again, some aminos, say like midday, like around at least three hours again after that. And you have another 15, 20 grams, like boom, you stimulated muscle protein synthesis again. You're not feeling hungry. And then you have, you know, a well-balanced dinner and you get enough steps every day or you're just moving you're stimulating a lot of muscle protein synthesis, you're burning a lot of calories and you're building more muscle, which again, it's like, can't say enough about like the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn. It makes it that much easier, you know, to manage weight. Yeah. Also as part of that, I guess is um, 
for those that regularly engage in like fasted cardio, maybe do you want to explore, does it truly break a fast? And if so, like, are there other benefits associated to doing that? So I think break a fast is a very general term, right? I think the idea is like, what is the purpose of your fasting? If the purpose of your fasting is like truly autophagy, and that's the only thing you care about, and you don't care about muscle, then I think it tends towards like, yeah, it's going to break the fast. But I don't think that's what most people are up to. I think most people are more looking towards, hey, I want to balance autophagy and my longevity goals specifically related to cellular health with weight management, with also like building and sustaining muscle. Because when you really look at like long-term longevity, having lean muscle is arguably more important than your cellular health. Because if you get old and your cells are really healthy, but you're frail and you fall and you break a bone, I mean, who doesn't have a story of knowing someone like that in their family, you know, where it's like, it's people's downfall. And so really, I mean, muscle mass is so strongly tied to health span and longevity in aging adults that it's, it's an obvious thing to value as well. So again, if really your fasting is more about, hey, I'm trying to kind of make fasting part of my lifestyle to balance these different goals, then I say, no, it doesn't break your fast. You know, it's like you're basically, you're stimulating your body with these amino acids that are directly going to support you getting energy efficiently for your workout and support being in an anabolic state. And that's like a net positive for me. And I mean, I would consider that part of like a healthy fast. Mm, Totally, totally. As far as combining EAAs with a whey protein, I'm sure people have asked you this numerous times. Did you want to explore what happens there? Yeah. So this is a case where it's like, you have to look at the research and there's only so much research on it. There's very clear research and there's a specific paper I could send to you if you're interested and if your audience is interested in it, that literally compared taking whey protein or taking whey protein with EAAs and the results were significantly better when you combine them. That said, if you just think about the basic science that I explained earlier, that's like the EAAs themselves are the things that stimulate muscle protein synthesis, then like kind of no duh, they're going to they're going to make it better, right? And so I think it makes a lot of sense if you're in a situation in which you you just did some form of strength training and you're hungry and you really want like a whole food blend of amino acids. You don't only want the essential amino acids, but you want to get the best bang for your buck by taking five grams of an amino acid supplement and combining that with, you know, 20 grams of a whey protein isolate, 20 grams of protein from whey protein isolate or 30 grams and stacking that, you're definitely going to get like maximum benefit. And, and again, going back to it being really more about a lifestyle thing, like having this awesome, delicious shake that makes you feel great and really supports your recovery and your muscle. Yeah, it makes it a lot more sustainable as well. If someone can adhere mm-hmm. a tasty drink post-workout or um, <laughs> even you know, during workout, it, may, it makes things a lot easier. So obviously, yeah, I guess with the EAAs, you've done a really good job of breaking down the differences between them and BCAAs and the specifics in terms of how the Keon formula has been formulated. That totally makes sense. In terms of, I guess, sourcing and product quality, obviously this is a huge question. Many different EAAs on the market, some of them synthesized from poor quality raw ingredients. Do you want to sort of explore a little bit on that? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think quality overall in supplements 
is one of the most important issues, really. And there's all these different aspects in our life where we can choose like what we want to invest in for quality and then choose like how much do we want to consume? Because there's going to be some kind of balance between what we can buy, what we can afford based off where we're at in life and where quality is most important. And you could choose just have like way less things and get everything at the highest quality, or you could choose to have more things and prioritize certain things over others. I would just really strongly recommend that people prioritize anything in their life that's in a concentrated form. Yeah, it's like if you're taking this thing that's in a highly concentrated form and you're taking it like every day, you just want to make sure it's quality. So on that point, when you're looking at raw ingredients and specifically amino acids, you really do get what you pay for. And that goes all the way. What it really comes down to, I think when you think about you get what you pay for is it comes down to attention. The attention that is paid on quality at every stage of the process. Mm. So the types of amino acids that we get in the raw ingredient form come through a fermentation process. I mean, they're, they're kind of all relatively similar processes, but there's a fermentation process that's possible. There's more of an enzymatic process or there's a synthesis process that's possible. Ours come from a fermentation process that basically does derive it from glucose from non-GMO plant sources. When you're looking for an amino acid, you really do want to be looking for that. They'll be coming from non-GMO bees, oh, sorry, bees, <laughs> beans, peas, or corn is how they get that. You have to dig pretty hard, like just being in, you know, in the supplement business to get the suppliers to ensure that that is what you're getting. You have to work so hard and dig and fight and work through all the quality docs and just, you have to be pretty disciplined because you can go to any you know, manufacturer of supplements be like, Hey, I want some essential amino acids in this, you know, amount, they're going to go out and find the cheapest ones they can possibly get, which could be coming from like duck feathers is actually another really common one. Um, there's all kinds of gross places that they can come from. And then the other thing that's really important too, is in the process, whoever's making these things, they can pay more or less attention to their manufacturing processes, the chemicals they use to even clean their machines, etc. And so being able to have the ability and the commitment to test at every stage. So we do the raw ingredient testing for everything, right? So we're doing raw ingredient testing for micro contaminants of all kinds, as well as like the authenticity and the activity levels of the raw ingredients, but then all the way through to then when you get to your final product, you do it all over again. And so, you know, it's working with the highest quality partners and manufacturers along the whole process. And then it's just holding accountability and testing relentlessly at every stage. Mm. And that, you know, it takes, it takes time. It takes money. And, um, but for that, I'm okay taking 60 grams of amino acids a day because I know it's, I know it's the highest quality. Sure. For sure. And then also as part of that, I guess that would obviously affect the efficacy, right. Of the actual, the product itself, I guess, um, products that are like coming from a, a GMO source in terms mm-hmm. of their efficacy, it'd be, it'd be diminished. Right. I don't know about the efficacy specifically from a GMO source necessarily. I'm not saying that it's not, it wouldn't be worse. I just don't know specifically on that point, but absolutely efficacy is an issue. The activity levels as well as like just like literally how well the raw ingredients perform. So yes. Mm. Interesting. So I guess as part of, as part of Keon, I'm interested to know Angelo in terms of Maybe do you want to also mention some of the other products that sort of can be complementary to the Keon aminos? 
Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we talked about it earlier. We have a key on clean protein, which again, I mean, with aminos, it is the purest, highest quality whey protein isolate you can possibly get. And if you're going to take, again, no one needs to take protein powder, right? You can get the protein that you need from whole food sources if you like. That said, it can get boring. It can be hard in a contemporary world to be cooking all the time, to always be preparing these things and being able to quickly and easily get a whole food protein source, like a whey protein isolate that tastes delicious. And it's more like a dessert. You know, we have an awesome vanilla and a chocolate flavor, all organic natural flavors. And, you know, it's just being able to have that kind of not have to eat chicken again or beef or elk or, you know, whatever it is that you're eating. Um, so that pairs really well, I think, with the aminos and with the lifestyle overall. Um, another really important one that I mentioned earlier is creatine. So again, creatine, there's a lot of different creatine sources out there. And actually right now is a really challenging time for the creatine supply chain in the whole world. It's very hard to get creatine right now. And especially kind of the highest quality creatine, which is creeper, which is what is at the heart of the Keon creatine. But that's an excellent amino acid to complement EAAs, especially if you are really active mm. or you're on a plant-based diet. We have a product called Keon Flex that is specifically formulated to counteract soreness and other types of joint type problems and pains that you would get related to exercise. So if you're training really hard, it's awesome for that. Technically, it cannot be for you know other forms of pain because the scientific literature is specifically around you know exercise. That said, my dad, who is an aging adult, loves it, <laughs> and and he loves it because his hands just kind of hurt sometimes, you know. And so he takes it and, and it helps for him. But there's no scientific specific literature behind that. What do his hands hurt of? <laughs> what, what, what do they <laughs> Getting older, man. Um, but yeah, so it's like, if you want to, um, yeah, if you want to try to find natural ways of solving kind of joint discomfort, specifically related to active movement, it's a great solution. And, um, yeah, it's, it's formulated from a really unique form of turmeric, water soluble part of turmeric. Typically when you take turmeric, it's, it's always the fat soluble part. But when you think about the history of, you know, all these Indian grandmothers boiling, you know, curcumin for for tea it was it was actually the water soluble parts that came out and there's great studies behind that as well as haritake which is one part of trifla that actually long for a long time in ayurvedic medicine had been used for many other things but there's actually really great recent science showing its benefits for joint discomfort again and then it also includes some really cool proteolytic enzymes serapeptase and serazymes which are actually specifically break down dead tissue they're a very unique form of proteolytic enzyme that targets specific types of proteins versus others that specifically support with joint discomfort. And then we have a product called Lean, which is specifically for managing, for supporting blood sugar, more for stabilizing blood sugar. And it is, it's awesome. I mean, honestly, I take all these products every day. So it's kind of hard for me to like choose which one I love the most, but I really can't speak highly enough about taking Keon Lean specifically around any time that you're going to have a heavier meal or a meal with more carbs in it, it just keeps from having spikes. And those spikes for me, like where they come up in my life would be, I have a six-year-old and an eight-year-old, like I said earlier, I typically like don't kind of partake in like Saturday morning bakery stuff, but sometimes it's like, oh man, they're having like muffins. I want to have like a cinnamon roll or something like that. But man, if I have a cinnamon roll at like 10 in the morning, 
kind of like ruined my whole day. I'm like, I'm like grumpy a couple hours later. And like, and then I'm like hungry. I want like more bread of some kind. And if I take Keon Lee and it's like, I don't, it just, it's smooth sailing. And that's also really great for sleep. I think that having blood sugar spikes right before bed can interfere with sleep significantly. So those are a few of, of the products that we have that kind of really all fit again into this lifestyle of getting to be active, moving, you know, having, having the energy to move and having the physical ability to be active today and, and for as long as possible. Yeah. I would also mention with the, um, the Keon lean, which I'm also a huge fan of um, in terms of applicability for a wide demographic. I mean, that's a product that I think is the best to utilize. Yeah. As you said, like if somebody's having like, let's say a cheat meal or whatever, having that maybe 20 minutes before the meal or just after is a really great way to like make you feel less guilty, you know, <laughs> guilty. <Totally. laughs> yeah. um, which is awesome. So I guess Angelo is part of, as part of the future, the future of Keon, and I'm sure you've got numerous projects in mind and you're looking to continuously expand the company. You know, what does the future look like for Keon? I mean, the prime focus of Keon really is to reach more people. Mm. So we have plans to develop more products. And that's why I was asking you earlier. I was like, wait, when does this podcast come out? The newest product then is Keon Sleep which is a product specifically formulated to help people sleep better naturally, to help people's natural processes of sleep versus trying to, you know, interrupt them or direct them in a different way. And it's actually formulated using amino acids and the most, the most comprehensive research available on amino acids regarding that. It's with tryptophan. Yep. There was actually a recent meta-analysis of tryptophan about a year ago that came out that looked at the last 40 years of research and that led us to include a gram of tryptophan, L-theanine at 200 milligrams, which again has lots of great kind of studies, in vitro studies, animal studies, but one very strong human study specifically related to improving sleep. And then last is GABA and GABA in the form as PharmaGABA because actually all of the studies are around PharmaGABA. If you look at the human studies and people are claiming things about GABA, it's PharmaGABA in every case. And the three of those contribute to what I would say are the most important aspects of sleep. And that I think most people would sleep latency, which is getting to fall asleep more quickly. Number one, number two is sleep disturbance, reducing it. Like do you have less sleep disturbances during your night of sleep? And are you able to stay asleep? And third, do you wake up feeling refreshed and that you had a more quality night of sleep? And those three ingredients have the strongest scientific literature behind them, not just as amino acids, but like literally of like all the ingredients we looked at. And specifically also in the case of not having some kind of other significant side effects, being able to be taken on a regular basis. And honestly, man, we just lucked out that they're amino acids again. It's like, gosh, what, you know, <laughs> I couldn't have planned it any better if I was trying to, uh, you know, to, to build a brand from a marketing perspective. Yeah, it's, um, it's that, that formula there real quick. It sounds awfully similar to some of the... Um, some of the custom sleep stacks that I've literally recommended for clients that that blend combination with the theanine and GABA together by itself is an amazing combination. Then you're adding in the precursor to serotonin and then melatonin tryptophan, which is, um, yeah, I can see that being a very successful formula. That's exactly it. Mm. Yeah. So, um, you know, we have that new product that's just coming out or just came out when this is released. But yeah, I think our biggest focus right now is being able to reach more people. 
know, we are really proud of our products. We really believe we're making the highest quality of products available on the market right now. We believe in our formulations that they are, they work for a great number of people and that they have the, they have the best clinical research behind them. So, you know, what else could we do? I mean, we can make more great products, but we also can just make sure more people are exposed to them and get their hands on them and are able to live a better life because of it. You know, if, if, if one more adult starts taking amino acids on a regular basis and increases their lean muscle and not only thus increases the length of their life, but increases like what that health span looks like over the next 30 years, that is like awesome versus, I don't know, us trying to get really excited about formulating one new cool really awesome thing so it's a balance it's about but i mean that's that's me speaking to myself it's like the balance of trying to create new awesome products that really serve our existing audience and that support this lifestyle while also just being really focused on how can we expose more people to these products and their benefits and change more lives mm, yeah i love that i really uh really respect your your mission and vision there angelo and i think people are going to be you know they would have learned a lot from today's podcast so I will make sure for those listening in, the Keon Aminos and all of the Keon products, they will be linked in these show notes for you guys to check out if you want to. We've got some of the products on my website already, but um, Angelo, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, man. It's been a, an absolute pleasure having you on. Thank you, Lucas. Again, it's an honor, man. Awesome. We'll definitely be in touch and I'll keep my eyes out for that new sleep formula. And hopefully that will be ready to go for me to promote in time for this podcast release as well. Sounds great. Yeah, we'll do it. Awesome. Take care, Ange. We'll speak soon. Okay, bye. All right, talk soon. Bye. Thank you, everyone, for joining in to today's episode. For in-depth show notes and lessons learned, visit nofilter.media forward slash boost your biology. This has been a No Filter Media production. Say what you want. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.